Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Quantum Physics with Impossible Steve. I am your host, Impossible Steve, and this show is titled Manifestation, Can Human Beings Really Create Their Own Realities? We've heard this topic, we've all heard of the secret, we've all heard all kinds of, of things, and I wanted to talk about this. I get a lot of questions about this. Um, but first, a big thank you. We're at 25 countries now. The last show we were at 22. So now we have 25 countries tuning in to the show. Uh, so we've added three since the last episode. That's pretty cool. As you know, I think it would be awesome if, if we hit, if we... I guess all you guys are on board with me here. But it would be cool if the show hit every country in the world at least one time. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Power of the internet there. I think that's something that's a, a good goal. Achievable. It's on every platform pretty much that you could possibly think of. Uh, the most viewed show is still the Twin Flame Theory. And it is a fascinating topic. Um, in Season 2 we'll probably talk more about it. And you know what, if I had a twin, she'd probably be okay. I'm sure we would butt heads and not like each other at first, but, you know, it is what it is. When when twins meet, their uh, their egos come out, especially after about one another. Um, you know, they might make fun of each other, pick on each other, might not even talk to each other for a long period of time. But at the end of the day, um, when it comes to that, the twin that's more awake, because there's always one that's more awake than the other, is trying to unleash every part of their ego that they possibly can in order to defeat it. Um, and by, by doing that, or at least by being able to control it, because you have a good side to the ego, it's a defense mechanism, it protects you, but you have a bad side. That's the cockiness, that's the... Um, you know, when you intentionally go out to hurt somebody's feelings or, you know, be boastful, you know, there's a bad side. So so what every person tries to do, in my opinion, good person tries to do, is they try to eliminate those bad qualities about themselves. And that's one thing a twin flame does in order to reach a higher entombment or enlightenment, if you will, is is to just overpower that ego and learn how to control it and manipulate it for the good. Um, so we'll talk more about that. But lastly, I'd say from about December 16th to January 16th for about a month, I'm going to take a break. Um, I want to do, I want to really, even though I do these shows as a hobby, I want to get like a website put together with some reference links links. Um, I'm going to be talking about a lot of stuff when it comes to parallel universes, timelines, human DNA manipulation, um, the matrix inside of you, the matrix outside of you. Um, a lot of stuff geared towards spirituality but also geared towards quantum physics that that has some scientific references. So you know as I find this stuff instead of you going out having to just go look it up or hey is Steve just pulling this out of his ass, you know, I'll provide some links. I'll have a blog so you can comment, you know, and you can go look and research and see, you know, oh, wow, yeah, they did discover, you know, X, Y, and Z, or scientists do believe 
this and that and la di da -dee. So I just want to clean it up a little bit, you know, have a more scripted show. Right now I'm shooting from the hip. This is stuff I've all read about, researched the past few years. And I'm just kind of blurting it, blurting it out, kind of introducing you to it, gets you thinking. Uh, if you're not already thinking this way, maybe point you to a direction to think more about. I think the more we, we think about the unknown, the better off we are as a society. Um, it's, it's definitely a hobby of mine. I like to think of just some far out things, you know. You know, maybe some of this stuff is true. Maybe it's not. I happen to be a, a huge believer in quantum physics. Science, science has proven quantum is real, but yet there's still people that don't even believe in it. And that's fine. You know, that's, that's, their, that's their choice. Um, so that's kind of the things I'm going to be, be doing. Take that month off. It is the holiday season. Most people around the world celebrate some type of holiday from December 16th to January 16th. Um, you all know what that is, you know, I know Russia does things different, the United States does things different, the Middle East does things differently, things like that, so it's a good time, it's a good break, we all have things to do, hopefully we'll all be visiting family. So, can a person manifest, you know, can a person think something and create it just by pure thought? Well, Maybe we should just first let's take a look at what science says about it. And then after that, I'll talk a little bit I'll talk a little bit about science what science says about it just briefly, because it can be very dry and boring. I'll talk a little bit about the spiritual side, and then I'll tell you about one of the manifestations that I've done and what I do to manifest, because people don't say people talk about this stuff all the time, but they never tell you how to do it. You ever notice that? You ever notice how, like, you watch all this stuff and listen to all this stuff, but they never tell you how to do anything? Okay, that makes a lot of sense. It makes me think that they're just reading notes. I'll tell you how I do it. It might not work for you. As a matter of fact, I'm about 90% sure it won't work for almost every one of you because we all do things a certain way. We all, do, we ha all have a way of doing things. And you'll see as this unfolds. But from a, a physics point of view, briefly, I, Einstein and Isaac Newton both agree that for every action, there's a reaction. So I was wondering, what is thought? Like, I looked it up. I'm like, what? Like, what is thought? So thoughts are electrochemical reaction. I found that pretty interesting. So if physics says for every action there's a reaction and our thoughts are reactions they must be reacting to an action we performed whether it's subconsciously or objectively or what or whatever so basically our thoughts and emotions are they're also waves they're a frequency i like to refer to them as like frequency waves and science physics has proven that our thought and emotional waves influence all other waves, including physical matter. So in physics, our thoughts and emotions influence physical material things. 
So that's pretty fascinating that the science, I like to, I like to look at things at a scientific standpoint because we all, I guess I, I would be considered a spiritualist. You know, we all have these religious nuts out here. And then you have these scientists that are like, well, you know, because of this, this can't happen. And because of this, this can happen. So science says we can manipulate, that's not what I said, we can influence physical matter just by our thoughts and emotions. So the stronger our energy is, our thoughts, our emotions, our frequency, the greater influence we're going to have on the matter around us, you know. So that's kind of cool. So physics proved that physics proves that manifestation from thought and emotion is 100% real. So there you go. For all you skeptics out there, go talk to the scientists. Tell them why you say it's, why you think it's not real. Good luck, because um, I think a lot of people are starting to realize it's kind of common sense. Your thoughts really do kind of make or break your day. You know, if you walk into work right off the bat in a bad mood, I don't know. Let's say you got in a fight with your husband or wife. You know, first thing in the morning, your whole day's messed up, right? And you influence and affect the people around you because you're giving off a frequency. You're sending off a wave of a vibration and just impacting the entire room. Um, they'll even, some places will even send you home. Hey man, you're having a bad day. Why don't you go home, come back tomorrow? I've seen that. So that's the physics side. Like I said, I wanted to keep that short brief physics can be very boring you know we'll get more into uh real physics in in season two because i want to be able to provide links and stuff i want i want you to be able to see that have something to go to to see that this stuff isn't made up like there's actually research on this you know so you can read it for yourself um, and kind of get your own point of view but on a spiritual side you know, I just call it a spiritual side, whether you call it God or or whatever religion you, you focus, there's a positive side to it and a negative side. And what I've noticed about religion, spirituality, across the board around the globe, is they're all kind of the same. They all have a good, like I said, a good side, a bad side, you know, I'll have a creation story. I'll have rules to abide by. I'll have a destruction story at the end. It is all the same because it's interpreted in in their language. And like, for instance, if you take English and Russian, for instance, there are some Russian words that English don't have. And there are some English words that Russia just flat out don't have. So if you try to translate something, it's not going to make any sense sometimes because they don't have a word for it. So, and that's why you see a little bit of difference, but, you know, it's mostly the same. Uh, religion, basically, is mostly the same if you take a really hard look at it. You have extremists out there. We all agree. We all, we all know there's people that abuse it and manipulate the religion to control the people. I get all that. But at the end of the day, there was a creation there's some rules to follow. There's a destruction across the board. So, 
manifesting is actually our birthright. God created man, man and woman, human beings, in the image of God. God's not human. God is energy, right? So therefore, we would be a co-creator. We would be a piece of God. God would be a piece of us. And that's why you hear about all this, this war and and angels and demons because actually what the fallen did which we'll talk more about in season two is by capturing humanity and controlling and manipulating humanity and taking their soul if you will um, they're taking pieces of god that's what they're trying to do until they get all of it because they're trying to overthrow god this stuff gets really fascinating i can't wait to do that show in season two you guys you guys are going to love that but anyway and real quickly, another thing to remember is these fallen angels, if you will, the reason why they got so mad at us to begin with is they were created to watch over us, to serve us. They were our servants. So that pissed them off and it caused them to rebel, basically. So you remember this in life in general when it comes to positive and negative things. We were given dominion over Earth. We control Earth. So if you let something control you or manipulate you or scare you or whatever, that's you. Because you are the one that was here, created to be here, to run it all. So if you want to be afraid of something or run for something or let something abuse you, that, that's all on you. I'm telling you right now because you were created above it and you are above it. And hopefully one day you'll realize that and these things won't bother you anymore. <clears throat> and you'll just kind of learn to be like, whatever, right? So when the fall happened, which is Adam and Eve eating the apple, if you will, it, it caused negative manifestations because before we only knew the good. We didn't know any, we were so naive and blinded by the good we didn't, you know, we didn't know sin. We didn't know nakedness. We didn't know, we didn't know these things. We didn't, we didn't know there was another side to the coin. We thought everything was heads. Well, there was a tails. So once we knew of both things, well, that caused all kinds of crap. Because if your thoughts create reactions, and if you think about something negative, it's going to cause a negative reaction, right? And that's where shit just really started hitting the fan from that point on point forward kind of the whole point of it actually so we attract all types of energy on a daily basis as you know like I said you'll wake up in a good mood you wake up in a bad mood someone can make you mad it can run your whole day someone could I don't know tell you you look great today and might make your day for the rest of the day right so we we attract all types of energy. We are like a walking magnet. So whatever, if so, something or someone ruins your day, do your best to overcome that and switch that somehow. We all have a way of making that positive. Whether you think of love for your children or love for your husband or wife or whatever, try to turn that around to positive so you get that positive energy flowing back your way. Um, that's one way to kind of defeat what I call the negative energy. And another thing to remember before I share my manifestation stories and how I do things is 
if there's a lot of people out there that try to manifest things themselves and some are able to do it some aren't some are trying to do it for the first time but you know how are you manifesting like what is your process because i can tell you right now if you're just sitting there like yep i want a million dollars and i'm going to sit here and just you know pray and get a million dollars probably not going to happen right we all we all know that that you're not going to manifest anything because when you manifest something you got to throw all your energy into it you got to be willing to do whatever it takes to go get what you're asking for and it should make you exhausted you should eat live sleep and breathe whatever you're asking for and if you're not doing that, it is never going to come into fruition, period. You should be exhausted when you're done manifesting things, period. And it even says, for those of you who study religion, especially on the Christianity side, God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. He rested, or he or it, or whatever you want to call it, she. Some people think it's a she. Point is, rest, because of all the energy it took to create the world, it needed a day to rest. It was exhausted. You will be exhausted. If you're not exhausted, you're doing something wrong, and you need to reevaluate your steps immediately. And I can tell you right now, not everything we want to manifest is going to come to fruition. I don't know why I have things that don't work out, and I have some things that work out just quite nicely for me. <sighs> Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I think we're all here to kind of master that. There is a theory. I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was uh, Dolores Cannon. She has some interesting work. Um, it was someone like that, Maybe, or uh, Alan Watts, or one of those type of people that say we're all here that we're all ascending masters, all trying to work on our manifestation skills. It's an interesting theory. I encourage you to listen to both of them. I don't believe 100% in everything they say, but the point of it is, is to think differently. So listen to a few things, check, up, check them out, you know, see what they think, formulate your own opinion, but it will make you think about things a little bit differently um, so I do think a lot of us are here to manifest I think that's why it's such a hot topic I think it is our birthright I do think we manifest things I am able to do it there is nothing special about me I am not better than you and if I'm able to do this then there's no doubt in my mind that every person on this planet can do it they're just choosing not to or they don't believe in it or whatever and that's that's just that's fine um the last thing you're going to need is um in order to do this you're going to hear a lot of people that talk about manifestation talk about gratefulness which is true it's a positive frequency um it's a strong frequency and just being grateful in general is just something people should just do it's just part of being a good human being. But it does produce, it's a very strong frequency. And that's why they talk about it so much. But you can be as grateful as you want. 
but integrity has a lot to do with it. And I guarantee you, there might be some somebody listening to this right now saying, Steve, what are you talking about? Integrity, my ass. Like, look who's talking. I bet you all the money I got that if you've ever had a problem with me, just in life in general, just go back and try your best to trace back every single step and see how you are as a person. Do you treat people nice? Do you run over people? Do you still? Have you ever manipulated something to your favor? I guarantee you, if you trace back your steps, you will realize you've done some things that would keep you from a high a higher level of integrity. I'm not saying you don't have integrity. I'm saying your integrity could be better. And what people overlook is when something happens, I guarantee you, because they think when something happens to them is like, oh, that person's an asshole. That I can't believe this person did that to me. I guarantee you, if you start from today and moving forward, and you hold yourself, yourself, you hold yourself to the highest standards of integrity and gratefulness from here on out, almost nothing will happen to you. We all have things that happen to us. It's just a part of life. But I mean, almost nothing will happen to you. And when it does, you'll get out of it. And I approve this over and over and over and over and over again, because we all mess up. We're all human. We screw up. I screw up on a daily basis. Other people screw up. You know, we all screw up. But for the people, you'll see some people that just fly through life. And I guarantee you those people hold themselves accountable for everything. Expect a lot from themselves. And, tr and not only are they super grateful, um, they don't have to talk to you and be your buddy. You know, that, you know. We don't have to be friends with her. That's not what this is about. But they're they're grateful for what they got. And they I guarantee you they hold themselves to a higher standard than what some of us do. And I guarantee you, you can say what you want about certain people. You know, like people talk about elitist and how these billionaires... Lottie Dottie, Bill Gates, and da, da, da. and that's true, you know. But to get there, and, and maybe they all turn bad, for all I know. Maybe they all do terrible things now, I don't know. But to get there, they all held themselves to a very high standard of integrity to get there. And you can still argue with it. I, and you can say, oh, so-and-so stole this and stole that. Fine. Maybe someone stole something, but I bet you the majority of them held themselves to a higher standard and sacrificed and were willing to do things that other people were not willing to do. Guarantee you that. Because that's how I manifest things. I do things that people would never think about even doing because maybe they can't. Maybe they got a family. Maybe they got a husband and wife to take care of or, you know, or a sick grandma or something you know they just can't jump up and do certain things you know but <clears throat> when it comes to manifesting here's what the universe knows 
you ask for something, it's going to clear everything out of the way. The problem with manifestation, there's a good and a bad thing to it. The problem is, and what people don't tell you, is that when you ask for something, the universe, and listen to what I say, this is extremely important, because this can ruin everything you've worked for. The universe will move anything and anyone out of your way to give you what you ask for. Now that's really important. Anything and anyone. Sorry, chew my gum. That means if you're, let's say you have a best friend. And you and your best friend, I don't know, want to start a company, want to make a million dollars. But, stupid gum. Um, but in order to do it, you got to move to Europe. Um, there it is, sitting right there. You got to move to Europe, and you you got to move the whole business there. And your best friend's like, I can't. Yeah, my my grandma's dying. I can't leave my grandma. I just can't. You know, I can, for whatever reason they can't. They just can't move to Europe. But you can. Okay. And I know in today's world we got computers, blah, blah, blah. But here, you know, this is a, hear me out for a second. You'll see what I mean. So your best friend can't leave, you can leave. So either you can A, leave and go get that million dollars you asked for and leave your best friend behind. Or you can B, say, you know what? My friendship's worth more than a million dollars. I'm going to turn the offer down. I'm going to stay with my best friend. Maybe the opportunity will come present itself again. And then you miss that particular window uh, for that particular manifestation that you, that you asked for. And maybe you can bring it back again. You know, who knows? I don't know. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. So if you have certain things going on in your life, you got to be very careful what you're asking for because the things that you have aligned to achieve so far might not align with what you're asking for for whatever reason. And the universe will move that shit out of the way because you asked for something. It's just doing what it's told. You know, you're a co-creator here. You're, you're creating. So you can really mess up your own shit if you're not careful, for real. And, and that is why we see this every day. You know, we see businesses make wrong decisions or partnerships split up or husband and wife duos who start businesses end up, end up splitting. Um, we just see all kinds of stuff because the things that they're manifesting aren't seeing eye to eye with the things they already have in place. And unfortunately, sometimes we can't always see that. We might be trying to manifest and think of something that will be best for what we already have in place. But then it's not. And we just don't realize that. And we're still trying to move it a certain way. Um, so definitely be grateful and very appreciative for what you already have. And if something's not clicking right for any reason... Or, or if, if issues are starting to occur, there's something not aligning is basically what that is. And you need to figure out what that is very quickly 
or it's going to cause a domino effect with what you already have in place. Um, so you just, you just got to be careful. People do not talk about the negative side of manifestation. They only talk about the positive side. And it's nice, but there is definitely a negative side, and you got to be very careful when you manifest things. So here's what I do. I have two ways of doing things. Well, more than two. But here's a couple things I do to help me, and I'll tell you my most recent manifestation story, or one of my most recent manifestation stories. I have a lot that I'm going to be doing here. For those of you who don't know me, I'm at... I do know a lot about astrology, unfortunately, and constellations. Um, I say unfortunately because I don't think it's the best knowledge in the world, but I am a Gemini. Those of you who study that stuff know that, um, is it Saturn? I think it's Saturn that's been in my way for over a year now, for like the last 18 months, 16 months or something. And if you're a Gemini and you've been trying to manifest things, you will see things will go good for a while and then just kind of go and just shit everywhere, right? That's because Saturn's sitting there fucking your whole day up, um, teaching you lessons. It's almost out of the way. As a matter of fact, it's a, it's a process. It don't just on a certain day just disappear. It slowly started to move out of our way. Um, it will officially be out of our way January 16th and the manifestations are going to go a lot smoothly but since it's already starting to slowly move that way things are already starting to move much faster now and um, I'll be doing a lot more next year at a much higher rate of speed um, got a lot to build here um, I'll be telling you guys about it on the show you know I've already told you about the farm we told you about the career um, going to just, I'm just building, I'm building a whole new life here. Um, I told you I took everything I've learned the last 18 years, good and bad, brought it here to Oklahoma and just going to create a whole new life because it's something not only that I've done a bunch of times, it's, I think, I feel like I finally have learned enough to get it better. I don't think we'll ever get it right but to make it better than what it was. And I've had some really good times. Don't get me wrong. I've lived a rock star life, and I've had some really rough times. And we, we're human beings. We can all agree we've had some really good times, and we've had some really bad times, right? So I think I got it down. I'm going to come here, build. I'm talking the whole works, the whole life, the, the career, the, the farm, the, I don't know. If I'll ever get married, I'll at least probably have a, have a girlfriend again. Haven't really dated in about a year, but been busy, right? <clears throat> so just the whole kit and caboodle. We all know what life brings to the table. Everything. Maybe even a dog. So anyway, here's what I do. Number one, write it down. You hear people say this. It's I'm not saying write it down like a journal, right? Just write down a few things you want. Or or write down your goals for the year. A lot of a lot of us do this anyway. You know, just write down some things. Try to figure out and don't hold yourself in stone to the order or the timeline you want to have have it in. But try to write it down. Say like, you know what? In the next six months, 
man, I would really like to have one indoor uh, grow house that produces strawberries on one acre of property, right? Um, and maybe and maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have a half an acre and a half of a grow house, right, by the time that six months comes around. So don't, like, freak out or anything, but have a goal. You know, have a direction of, of what you want to do. And then once you ask for it, once you write down the things that you want, you have to go out and do everything you possibly physically can to get it. I don't care if it's work five jobs. I don't care if it's go to go raise money. I don't care if it's to go bring on a partner. I don't care if it's all the above. I don't care if you got to dig a hole in the ground with your hand and plant one seed and then wait till it grows and plant another seed beside it. You got to go do every single thing you possibly can. This is where the exhausting part comes into place. Not only do you got to physically go out and do it, you need to think about it and eat, sleep, and breathe that. You better be having dreams about it. When you wake up, it better be the first thing you think about. When you go to be the bed, it better be the last thing you think about. When you're eating lunch, you better be thinking about it. When you're talking to your friends, you better be thinking about it. You better be doing nothing but thinking about that stupid plant that you want in the next six months. That better be all you think about. Are you wasting your time? Period. So what I do is I'll write down a few things. I try not to make the list very big at all. I try to keep it to three because that could be a lot in one year. The year moves very fast. Look, this year's over. We're, it's, it's November 13th. This year flew by. Kidding me? Keep it keep it light until you get really good. Some some people are going to get so good at this, they could probably write down 100 things and finish it in six months. It's awesome. Maybe you need to do a podcast and, t you know, help us all out. I'm not. I keep it to about three to five things. And sometimes I don't even accomplish all of them, to be honest with you. And then I roll them to the next year. You know, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on your goal type of thing. So... Write down a few things I want. And in the morning, you know, I wake up, I pray. So I sit in a chair. I like to do breathing exercises. I kind of do like a positive, negative breathing exercise. Um, for that, you use Google, you know, go or YouTube, find. There's all kinds of different breathing exercises out there. I like to do it. Number one, it's good for you. It's just really good to do breathing exercises. People don't really teach that. It's healthy. Um, and it relaxes the body. You know, you're in a relaxed state. I don't play any weird, funky music or anything like that that comes much later in the next part. But, and I basically pray, you know, I pray to God. I believe in God. I say, you know what? Here's what I want. I said, you know, I'm going to go out. Here's my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. Any help you can give me, that'd be awesome. And then each day, I, you know, I talk about my day with God. Here's what I did today, and, and here's why I think I'm one step closer. And you know what? You got any ideas for me? And I think. I sit there and meditate. I think. See if I can pick up any frequencies. See if any thoughts come to my head. Because in my opinion, that's God communicating back. So that's, that's step one. 
tr I try to do it in the mornings and in the evenings. Sometimes I only get it once a day. We all get busy. We get tired. At least once a day, you're you're fine. Some type of a meditation, some type of a thinking. You don't got to pray. You don't got to believe what I believe in. But some kind of thinking process that helps you think is what you need to do at least one time a day. You really don't got to do it that long. Sometimes I'll do it 10 minutes. Sometimes I'll do it 30 minutes. It just really just depends. You know, no time frame there. Now, the biggest thing I do that I want to contribute a lot of my manifestations to is what I call a walking meditation. And those of you who know me know I walk a lot and I walk everywhere and I will walk for hours and I mean hours sometimes so when I walk I do put in some type of music usually it's something relaxing something that I like you know that that motivates me some type of motivational music we all have our own genres out there that motivate us better than others and I walk and I just start thinking and I go and sometimes I think so hard I get lost and have to freaking GPS my way back. I ain't shitting you one bit. But and I just make make sure in a space where you can walk without being interrupted, meaning make sure there's no streets you gotta cross, make sure, you know make sure it's a, a walking area where you have to use your objective consciousness and senses as little as possible. You know, we all got to be aware of our surroundings a little bit. You're going to run into a tree, right? But try to keep it in a spot where you just have some open space where you can just drift and think as hard as you possibly can. Um, I don't know why the walking method works best for me. Some people prefer just, you know, sitting still in a room or doing it some other ways. But for me... The walking method is, is the best thing. I, I, when I go on my walks, and people will tell you this and know me, I come back with just all kinds of energy and information and, and ideas and just all kinds of stuff. Like that is the thing for me that works the most. So when you see me walking over and over again for a long period of time, I am working on something. I'm thinking about something and I am on something. That is, that's how, that's how I do it. That's my secret. I don't know if that will work for you or not, but those are literally the only three things that I do in order to manifest things. And they work fine for me. And let me give you an example. I lived in Houston last year. I said, you know what? I didn't like my situation, and I hadn't liked my situation for a long time, to be honest with you. So what I did was, is I said, yeah, I want to start, I want to start new, I want to start fresh. I didn't do this one right. Long story short, I brought something from the past with me, and I needed to separate myself from it. And it was hard. It was very difficult for me, and it cost me a lot of problems. It cost me money, too. Um, but I was able to do it. Um, I have nothing against this person. 
It's too, I wish we could have parted ways more amicably. And I do take fault, and, I, and, and honestly, I think they should take some fault as well. But at the end of the day, it was best that we part ways. I'm sure everyone will agree with that. And I decided that um, I wanted to start something new. I want to start something fresh. So I applied, what do you do, right? The first thing you got to do, because we live in, in, on Earth, and in reality, is we got to make money. I happen to have a pretty good little resume. I applied to a ton of jobs all over the country. And I was hired for a couple in Ardmore, Oklahoma. So I came and did a couple of interviews. Or, you know, there was a couple I liked. I wasn't quite sure. I was like, you know what? I'll figure it out. So I just moved here. I came with a suitcase a carry-on bag, and a backpack. And I rented an apartment, and I had nothing for the apartment. First week, I slept on the floor. It was wintertime, it was cold. I was freezing, had all my clothes on. So, little by little, piece by piece, I built my whole apartment, which I have now, which has everything you could possibly think inside of it. Matter of fact, it has too much stuff in there. I'm running out of room. We'll get to that in a minute. But I came and I said, all right, I'm here in an empty apartment <laughs> with no job. All right, what do I do? Okay, got to get a job first, right? So I went to go get groceries because you got to eat. Walked out, saw a sign. I found it very interesting. I made one phone call. They said, send me your resume. I was hired three days later. Okay, got a job got to work my way up because the starting pay didn't pay very much to be honest with you paid enough to pay bills though and I could eat and I was able to buy a mattress so okay so I, I ended up meeting the uh, director of operations and he was talking about um, uh, what was he talking about he was talking about something a department and he couldn't believe how much money these people were making. And I said, and he said they were making $125,000 a year. And I went over there and I introduced myself to him. And I said, you know what? I told him a little bit about my background. I said, I can do this, this job. And he's like, well, you got to have a certain license. And I said, don't you worry about that. I can pass any test. And he said, okay. And I said, what do I need to do? And he told me the things that I needed to do. And I started working on that on March 11th, 2022. And I finished this year. I posted it on Facebook. I can't remember the exact date, and I don't have my phone with me. It's in the other room. Um, just recently. Um, and now my first official date in the new position was November 1st. And now I'm making very good money and uh, one step closer to uh, one, of, one of my goals. The first goal was to, the first manifestation was to establish a career with full benefits and obviously buy shit for my apartment because I had nothing, <laughs> nothing in the apartment, right? So now I got beds and dressers and couches and chairs and clothes and 
just boots and hats and just all kinds of shit now. Like it, you know, I don't want it to get cluttered, so I'm trying to keep it as open as possible. But it's an apartment, right? And they're not very big, um, <clears throat> so it's fully equipped now, and there will be no more sleeping on the floor. But I did that, and what I, what I did was said I believed in myself. And I said, you know what, because I've always been a religious person, I said, God and I will figure this out. I can create anything. I can do this. I didn't know how long it was going to take. And I knew it was going to be challenging. And let me tell you something, sleeping on that floor when everything iced over outside and it was like 15 degrees, that sucked, dude. Bottom line. So I did it. You know, got the career now, got the license that I needed, doing it, cool. You know, had to put the farming project on hold because I wanted to start it right off the bat. Now I'm slowly moving towards it. It's the right time because, sorry to tell you this, economy is going to crash. Things are going to get a lot cheaper. So that will be the uh, the indoor farming will be probably talked about a lot in season two so I created the first goal got through the first goal nice career fortune 500 company good salary benefits love the job love the people the town's nice and now I'm moving to the second and that's the type of thing with look I've been trying I've been doing manifestation for a long time like I told you I had a company that made millions of dollars one time all kinds of stuff like I know I can create things I've done it I've done it sloppy and what I came here to do the reason why I want to do it here now is because I believe I can do things that aren't sloppy anymore I believe that I've learned enough lessons and overcome enough of my own stupidity that I can actually create a perfect life for myself. And I think that's what we're all here for, is to manifest things that give us heaven on earth. And I'm going to show my goal, one of my goals, is to show every single person I possibly can that if they put their mind to it, that they can create a perfect life for themselves. I'm going to use myself as a guinea pig, and I want to tell you exactly what I've done and show you all what I've done, and you can be the judge for yourself. You can tell me if my life sucks or not, because right now it seems to be pretty cool. Probably need to start working on the social part. I've been kind of hidden in a cave for a little bit, but other than that, my whole body's changed. I don't have any fat on me. I eat weird food, so I'm like in super shape. I'm never like, let me tell you something. I never ate Brussels sprouts or asparagus or any of that stuff. Beans, my parents are trying to figure out what's wrong with me because I eat beans all the time. I never used to touch beans. But the physical, the mental has just completely changed. So I, I think I finally got what it takes to do something epic here and I'm going to show you and I'm going to talk about it I'm going to prove it to you and you can tell me so far I've created something out of nothing I came 
I got a job, I found a place, I filled it up with stuff, got the license I need, now I'm moving to the second part. So right now, maybe you, those of you who know me know I just showed up in this town out of the blue. There's a few of you that listen to this show. Those of you who don't know me, I could be lying, but I'm telling you right now, other than the farm that I will get, I hopefully it's going to be a long time from now that I will inherit. Um, I have no farmland. I have no indoor crops. I have, you know, nothing else, you know, except for the career. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start turning my things, doing the things that I do. And I'm going to work on a couple things to generate more income so I can buy land, so I can do the indoor farming. And I am going, like I said, to have farms, plural, from Ardmore to Dallas. I'm telling you that right now. Right now I don't have it. Go do your research. That's what I'm going to be working on. And there'll be parts in the process. There's going to be things needed. There's going to be things that I have to do in order to achieve this, right? It's great that I have a career and making some good money now, but I'm going to have to create additional income sources. You know, I'm going to have to, you know, invest in certain things wisely. You know, I might have to apply for grants. I don't know. There's going to be certain things I have to do in order to achieve this. And, and it's a big task. And number one, if you're going to choose something, choose something bigger than yourself. Because what this is going to do, that's that's big. That's a big farm, right? From Ardmore to Dallas. Dallas is an hour and a half drive. That's a shitload of, of land. And I'm not talking about a straight shot. Every time I tell someone this, they think I'm going to build it like along a highway or something. Come on, people. Farms, plural, multiple, from Ardmore to Dallas. They don't, it could be Sherman, Texas. It could be... Gainesville, Texas, it, it, it's not going to be in a straight line, right? But what it's going to do is it's going to produce food. And what do we have? We have a food shortage. We have high inflation. We have people that are putting shit in our food that is making us sick that everyone does nothing about. And I am going to produce healthy, good food. And I don't care if I give it away, to be honest with you. But what it's going to do is at least the people that eat that, don't have to buy the shit that's in the fucking store anymore. So that's what I'm going to do. And you guys get to sit here and watch that and get to see how long that actually takes. So I'm going to end it there. It's 50 minutes in. A little long here. Like I said, I hope to do another show or two um, before December 16th. But I am going to close the year out uh, around that time. And and do a whole season two launch it sometime in January probably towards the end of January and really do it right and really provide some information for you and give you some updates here we are November 13th I have no farm at this time you get to walk this journey with me you get to learn some quantum physics you get to learn some more about what I'm talking about about what they've done to our DNA about timelines how can we shift timelines you know parallel universes how can we use that to our advantage you know quantum physics and manifestation is the key to all of this it is the secret 
that some people know that they want other people to know. We can do whatever we want if we can tap into the quantum field. I think I can do it, and I'm going to tell you guys how. So thank you for listening, and I hope you all have a great day.